Hello, everybody. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is the Blue Collar Philosophers Podcast. <laughs> this is Devin Kickstand Braun coming to you from the pothole alongside Michael, the biker Bitch. from Mike, the biker Mike from Mars. <laughs> How's everybody doing today? Sorry, I lost my whole announcer vibe yeah, there. Yeah, you were, you were going it, and you, and you got caught up into it as a problem. <laughs> you, were, you thought about it, you're like, I'm doing a fucking great job. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Mm. We're doing a sacred slaughterhouse. Sacred slaughterhouse. We haven't done one of these in a while, so I'm actually kind of excited because I'm like, like a really freaking long time. Well, I just I think we killed the big ones right away. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. The okay. Freak yourself so one was a fun one. If but. you're new, what's a sacred slaughterhouse? Because if you're new to the podcast, you probably don't even know. Yeah, if you... Oh, yeah, I guess we haven't done one in so long. So freaking long. All right, so the idea is that we take something that is held as a religious norm more than anything, or even a cultural norm, Yeah. and we say, that's not biblical, fuck you, and we kill it. Yeah, something that seems like a sacred cow. Yeah. And uh, we take it to the old slaughterhouse and make hamburger. Yeah, we... Make hamburger of it. And we tried it with... I remember one time we tried it with Pascal's wager, and we, like, gave it legs. I'm like, shit! (laughs) Which well, I mean, f- that I don't mind that, like, like disrupting the, disrupting the common way it's used yeah. that doesn't make sense, and then finding like, okay, there is legs when you think of it this way. I wish people would talk about it this way. Yeah, yeah. And I even, <coughs> I even proposed the thing is, I gave Pascal's wager to my wife's nana. I'm like, oh, nana, have you ever thought about Pascal's wager? And she's like, oh, what's that? So I explained it to her. She's like, oh, I know that one. Everyone knows it. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah, they don't necessarily know what it's called, but everybody's heard that argument. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I don't like that one. And she's like, why not? And so I explained it to her, and she's like, oh, okay. I just, she hadn't thought of it that way either. Yeah. But I know, you're sitting here listening, thinking, what the fuck are you talking about? Fuck you, don't tell them. Just, just go, to, go. go listen to the episode. We, yeah. we did like 40 minutes of this talk. Yeah, so, yeah. So download this one, download the next one, and please download, please, so we can see where you're coming from. We've had Spain. We had a big jump in Spain, Michigan, Spain, Spain, uh, a few other places, and I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Just random jumps. <laughs> but I really, the thing is, they're on the clickbaity ones where we have, like, Abigail Thorne, Jordan B. Peterson, and we're, we don't have them on, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I have a feeling we can make this one clickbaity. It's fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? Oh, yeah. That would be a... F- oh, fuck yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, we're just going to throw out all the clickbait names. Uh, I, oh. <clears throat> all right. Should we just jump into the topic then, or you want to you bullshit no, no, let's do a little this. more? Let's all right. do this. Okay, so today the sacred cow that we're slaughtering is the excitement Christians get over celebrities converting. Or even just being Christian. Yeah. Yeah, like the 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 Christian superstardom that goes along with celebrity. I I've never really liked. Well, the thing is, I have. I've fallen into the trap. I've fallen into this trap many many times. Where I will jump on the, oh, did you hear this person's saved or this person's a Christian bandwagon? I've done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody in particular who, who for am- you? Who amongst us hasn't? <laughs> Right? You're like, oh, <clears throat> this guy's on my team. And it becomes very tribal very quickly. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've i done it with, like, say, Dave Mustaine from Megadeth or Alice Cooper. Yeah. Like, those ones have been big personal ones to me because I love rock and roll. Yeah. And, and, and 
recognized rock and roll, not just like, oh, yeah, some no-name guy from some no... Okay, the the lead singer of a band called Full Devil Jacket got saved, and he made an album called um, Days of Fire. Uh Brian Head Welch became saved. Uh, oh, that was a big Korn. one. That was I remember a big that. one that for me. That was huge. And he went on to make his own thing with uh, Love and Death and do his own music, which was still good. He's still with Corn as well. So mm-hmm. there are, like I said, I fall into this trap. Yeah. Of I remember that was a huge one in youth group. Everybody's like, you know, Corn, right? Corn's pretty edgy. Did you know their guitarist is a born again <laughs> Christian now and saved from drugs and alcohol? You should all be like him, okay? <laughs> Should all be like him because he's edgy, but Jesus still loves him. <laughs> so you want me to go do drugs so I can experience them, <laughs> so that I can be saved from something? Because right now exactly. I have nothing. So yeah, all right, cool. I'm gonna go do drugs. <laughs> Shit. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, you know, like a couple years ago, there was a big excitement over like like some like really big pop people like oh. Justin Bieber or Kanye. Kanye West was by far one of the biggest. Oh yeah. Oh, he was. Did, did okay. Were you going to Evangel when uh, yep, the I pastor sure was. was there and he started talking about, oh, this great album. And I listened to it. I'm not a huge fan of Kanye West. I know there's so many people that are. I'm not. I've never cared for his music because it's just not my style. Yeah. But I'm like, I remember okay. that album. It was, it was actually called Jesus is King. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I was, I was like, I oh, gave it a college try. I was like, okay, let's see. Let's see what this is. I mean, like the lyrics in it were like, yeah, they're whatever. It's fine. <laughs> pop music yeah you know it did it, that album definitely had like a gospel music flair to it but it, it wasn't my style at all but yeah but at it, the same it, time it, it still just didn't the, hit me i'm like oh this is what everyone's going crazy about no no it's not the album i know it's i was the just a person I, the thing is i was <clears throat> hoping it was the album because i love good music mm-hmm. i like music that that i don't know just catches that that cer- certain vibe and you're like oh this is a life-changing album because it changed his life so maybe it'll change no this was a mediocre album that just didn't hit anything for me but none of his other music did either so yeah so fair enough so i'm not really i wasn't i was i don't the know the thing is i don't think that album changed the world much at all any no. you know anyway yeah it was it was a, a people love kanye for headlines Yes. Let, let's be honest. And we're doing the same thing. We're going to put Kanye West, West right in the uh, intro. Right in the titles. <laughs> oh, man. I remember a meme back when that whole thing came out. It was like a picture of some guy, like, like looking looking pensively, like, you know, like, like uh, pleasantly, pleasantly reminiscing. Yep. And just saying, like, every Christian everywhere right now, you know, I did always kind of like Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The thing is, yeah, you you got these hopes for these people that they're going to shine a new light of faith. And they, there is a halo effect when it comes to celebrity. They're good looking. They're talented. They are the best among us. Apparently. And so if they are good at this one thing and they also agree with my views, well, I fall under that halo. Yeah, you're... You're you're riding the coattails of somebody else's infamy. Even, even if you've been there a lot longer, you know theology a lot better. You you just you've been through this a lot more. You've been struggling through your faith or not struggling at all. I don't know. Yeah, but you're like this person, this 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 God amongst men, this pop star, this you know this TV person, this movie star, whomever, one of yeah. the stars, right? <laughs> He's fucking a, a Kardashian, <laughs> right? Like. He's like this person, the upper echelon of all humanity. Like we, like millions, look up to them. 
and they like Jesus too. And then you're like, okay, I'm not crazy because they have validated my beliefs by converting. That's it. It kind of feels like that. I know it does. It does. I, and I know people right now are thinking, fuck you guys. That's really pessimistic. But seriously, look at look at what's going. Seriously, <laughs> come on, come on. Honestly, honestly, yeah. The thing is, I will I will revert <clears throat> to some level of celebrity, like the guy who made the gene-altering gun, the CRISPR, whatever it's fucking called. Mm-hmm. He's a, a man of faith. I think it's Catholic, but, you know, he's, a, he's a, person, a person who believes in something bigger. Yes. And if a man who can literally alter our genetic code believes in something bigger, I'm like, hey, do you know what? I may struggle. I know I'm not that smart, but I'm not. He's not. I wouldn't consider him a celebrity either. No, he's, he's smarter. Not, not he's a, probably smarter than me <laughs> in a lot of ways. Not a celebrity, but a person who's got a who's got a personal, you know, faith that yeah. is, you know, that part of his life is not just like a huge part of his public persona or anything like that. It's a no. part of his life that he lives. And even though he is that, he is also doing good real world real world work. That's fine. That's a whole different thing than somebody, like, you know, shooting into the limelight of, of everybody looking, being like, oh, look at me. Now yeah. I am saved, and now I am enlightened, and now I'm in another way better than you all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That, and, and that was a big <clears throat> one with Kanye. That was a huge one with Kanye. Yeah, because, I mean... Because- I mean, come on. Anybody with two functioning brain cells know that he's an egomaniacal maniac. Oh, yeah. He's, he's certifiably right? insane. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Kanye, if you're listening, no offense. But you need help. Sorry, not like, sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Like, you, you, you know that you should know this. If you don't, you don't have friends around you that are like, fucking calm your tits. Because yep. you need people like that. And I don't think he, I don't know if he actually has that. I don't know if he has one, anyone in his corner being like, hey, man, calm down. I don't know. Yeah. I'd I, like to hope he does. Maybe he does. And it, without that, it would be even crazier. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you see, when I saw the, um, or the Alex Jones interview with him, I'm like, oh, shit. <sighs> like, when Alex Jones is trying to rein you in, that's, yeah, that's when you should be. <laughs> right now, it's like that little moment where everybody who was like, you know, four years ago, whenever that, you know, he announced he got saved. Yeah. Everybody now is like, oh, man, we shouldn't have jumped so hard onto claiming him as our guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Gonna Put crazy. a pin in that. <laughs> <laughs> and now everyone's like, oh, calm down. And he's, he's saying some crazy shit. And I think, <laughs> but I, he always has. And yes, like, he has. And I know for me, like when he did the whole conversion thing, I'm like, oh, this is just another one of Kanye's radic mood swing, yeah, like things. You and, know, mixed uh, you're in just a, hoping it'll, it'll it's, taper it's him in mixed, some way. It's mixed in a whole like media campaign on top of it. Like to oh, me, yeah. that just strikes as disingenuous to the max. Yeah, you know, and then being like, you know, like starting a new a new christian movement called sunday service where he writes all the music and he puts everybody in in like lavender gowns and you know like does all the things and then has a celebrity pastor like head the whole thing up i'm like oh, yeah. holy shit that's, like that's, somebody that's, needed to tell you to calm your tits yeah you 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 should have been <laughs> you you should be <clears throat> discipled yes you should have some level of mentorship over you to it, l- lead you I know. Through this. And and right now, like, I know I'm coming across like a giant dick. I don't care. <laughs> anyway, 
<laughs> I know I'm coming across as a giant dick, but I do want to say, like, there's nothing wrong with being excited when you hear people. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, Justin, just say, become the thing is Justin Bieber was a perfect example of somebody that you can be excited for, but at the same time, like, he, he he's still a person who's going to be working through some stuff. He's still going to be a regular person in a lot of ways. Yeah, like, nobody's expecting them to be a saint right away. Or at least you, you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, you should not. But at the same time, you shouldn't also put them in a position of huge influence and hang your hat <laughs> on yeah. your hopes that their platform is somehow going to be the thing that's going to turn the tide in the favor of Jesus. Like, well, newsflash, Jesus doesn't need Kanye West. Yeah. He doesn't need Justin Bieber. Yeah. He doesn't need Brad Pitt or whomever to Ozzy hop, yeah, to hop over to our side of the fence in order to turn the tide on the culture war or whatever you're hoping to happen. Yeah, what you should just be is thankful that somebody is had a spiritual awakening. Maybe, yeah, maybe maybe it's disingenuous or maybe it's shallow. But maybe there's hope there for it to to yeah. seat. But just pray that somebody has discipleship around them and don't feed into their ego. Yes, this is not doing them any favors. By having this Christian celebrity worship when somebody jumps to your team. The thing is, the Bible's very clear what it talks about when it says, have no idol before me. And people will lift these guys like idols up and be like, oh, look, one of us. Except they're, li- because when they lift them up, they're lifting themselves up. That's what it is. It is yeah. pride. It is them lifting themselves up because this person lifts us all up. And if I can grab onto those coattails, I'm like, I'm going up too. I can go to my friends and be like, hey, do you know who else is one of us? This guy. And that comes across as super creepy and weird. (laughs) (laughs) One of us. Follow. One of us. One of (laughs) us. You know. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with admiring people. Yeah. But man, it'd be nice if you admired people for their accomplishments, not their infamy. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (sighs) Yes. But at the same time, people are already horrible at that. We're already not glorifying philosophers and theologians. We don't do it on the best of times. No one, well, some people may. There are people out there who will follow the cult of um, of a cult of personality of a pastor who is a very good thinker, like uh, Mars Hill was for a long time, at least from the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. If not actually knowing what's going on, people would almost worship him, but be like, yeah, this guy. Yeah, I... Yeah, I that that needs to go away. But just having like a healthy admiration for somebody, yeah. Like especially when they've just kind of like they've run the race well over like time, yeah. <laughs> you'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah. Especially more so when it comes to new <clears throat> Christians. <laughs> yeah, like, you got to give a lot of grace and a lot of mercy for these guys. So when they don't have it all together, and they do mess up, but this guy's four years in, and if he has as much time and as much influence and the kind of people around him. He shouldn't have issue with getting proper discipleship. He should have the best people discipling him mm-hmm. because he should be like, no, I, I can put somebody around me who's going to call me on my bullshit. Did yeah. he? I don't know. I don't think so. It doesn't look like it. It doesn't look from, like it. From, you know, the outside looking in, it doesn't look like it. Yeah. But, you know, but like, it's one of those things too, right? Like, like right from the get go, nobody did, nobody did that witness any favors. He's like, you know, like in the Bible, like, ah, uh, there was a prophet, Okay. Forgive me. I don't. I don't, don't know the. Every I don't know the reference. <laughs> but there was a prophet, and a very wealthy person came to him, asking to be healed from leprosy, and he's like, "Okay, 
What you need to do to be healed from leprosy is go to the River Jordan and submerge yourself seven times. And the guy was like, uh, no, have you seen that river? Gross. Um, you. Yeah. You know, can, can we pick one of the, can we pick one of the, any other super clean, more reputable rivers that I could go (laughs) do this in? He's like, no, the muddy one. It was, it was a, a thing like, okay, you're coming. You're, you're coming. You're saying you're submitting yourself for an, a conversion experience. Yeah. And instead of strapping the gospel to the back and sending you off like a rocket ship. <laughs> yeah. You're the one that's sent to be humbled. Yeah. Like even uh, Paul. Yeah. Good example. <laughs> a lot of notoriety. Yes. People knew who the fuck Paul was. Yeah. Mainly because they were scared of him. Yes. Like one, intellectually. Two, you know, he, 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 he had a lot of Christians killed. Yeah. <laughs> right. He was almost like, he was almost like a Jewish mob boss. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to make it all for good. <laughs> Tonight you're going to sleep with the fishes. <laughs> I wonder, oh, that would be great if he was Italian. <laughs> yeah. So, and he has this radical, this radical life experience, right? Super change, super jacked, goes off, tries to start preaching. He gets summoned to Jerusalem. They, they figure him out. They're like, okay. And then you know what else? You know what Paul does right after that? He goes back to where he came from and shuts the fuck up for three years. <laughs> yeah. He spent three because, years. Because he had, he got corrected. They went to him and was like, hey, love, love the drive. <laughs> Calm your tits. Like you need to spend some time with Jesus. You need to spend some time getting formed by the Christians that you just persecuted, you need to, <laughs> you need to spend some time calming yourself and having a devoted prayer life. Yeah. Like it's not all about your intellect. It's not all about your, your drive to go do, go do, go do. In your bona fides. Just, yeah. Just go settle in, settle into your life with Christ. Yeah. When the time comes, you may be called on for ministry. It may never come. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> like, that would be that would serve so many people so well even even apart from even apart from this whole celebrity thing yeah you know like you hear people get saved off of drugs and they're like super jack super stoked man look what jesus did for me i'm gonna go straight to i'm gonna go straight to trying to pull people out of the streets yeah i'm gonna go help people not be on drugs it's like you were with them like i'm gonna go spend my you know it's like i'm gonna immediately go spend my life working in an addiction recovery center or something like that, right? Yeah, we had a friend do that. Yeah. We, we had a friend do that exact thing. He went into a drug recovery, which I love the ambition, love the heart. Yeah. You're but not ready. Exactly. Wasn't ready. Didn't have the time to settle the spirit. Didn't have time to get to know God, to to, to battle with the ebbs and flows of feelings and, you know, yeah. and intentions and all these things. And the stress. The, the yeah. stress of and, going through it. Yeah. And he fell back into it. Yeah. You know, like, thankfully, there's people around him that pulled him back out and got oh. him set on an actual discipleship, like, trajectory that he seems like he really succeeded at. Yeah. And now and now he's he's doing something similar, but in a very... But in a whole different context whole, and a different speed. <laughs> a different speed, yes. You know? With a lot of covering. A lot of covering. A lot of people being like, no, you're that's not happening here. Because they, they saw the trend and then they, all right, cool, yeah. awesome. You're going to, we're keeping an extra eye on you and you know why, hopefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah. You know, man, like Jesus had this whole thing. 
this whole parable about like scattering seed, <laughs> you know, at random different places, like some on the some on the good soils, some on the path, some of the thorns. Yeah. And yeah, when when people have an encounter with Jesus, not everybody follows through. Yeah. Not everybody. Well, it's just seeding the well. thorn. Right? Yeah, some people shoot up super fast, get choked up by the thorns. Some people just dry up and shrivel on the thing. Some people don't have soil that helps them grow. And one of the things with these like these radically public conversions that everybody fawns over and shares all over social media and it trends on all the oh yeah and all the TV things is you're basically throwing that whole process of seeds lying in different places and and whether or not they're going to grow or get choked out or anything like you're throwing that straight into the public eye yeah you're, you're rather putting than a spotlight and magnifying rather glass. than letting that happen at the church level or happen at the personal level and the home and yeah. have people there to help them guide it instead there's just incredible social pressure yeah. thrown onto the whole thing and then shining a big light on it anyway like it's gonna burn it out yeah and i think that i like you're just you're not doing anybody any favors yeah by making it as public as some people have especially if you are one of the people that really puts him on a pedestal and, and then you start sharing all his shit and like mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're feeding his narcissism that he should be tapering you're feeding that celebrity that that maybe shouldn't have that right now yeah. maybe you should be you know told you know, hey. and on one hand is forgivable if you're just excited yeah. you know like I get it calm down but I, I get being excited being happy for somebody there's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. but like, some part of it though kind of seems predatory yeah right where you're like you know, you just, you see a rocket ship you want to strap yourself to, <laughs> you know, like, like, I mean, like some of these pastors without, without Bieber, without Kanye, without, uh, what's his face from the guardians of the galaxy, Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt, without those guys, like Chris Pratt yeah, too. <laughs> without those guys, like in their flock or under their covering their wing, like nobody would know those pastors names. Yeah. And don't think for a second that that temptation to use them as a personal springboard for their own platform or own success and career isn't there. Yeah. Not saying they're doing that, but damn it, there that are fights some, there. There are some that and do th- do it. I guarantee some of them are, are pulling that. Are, you know. Yeah, pulling that shit and just trying to... Uh, just like, oh, no, the, I, uh, do you know whose pastor I am? Do you know who I led to Jesus? Calvinists don't even like that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there there are there are those scenarios, but then there are I I pray that they do have genuine conversions and they don't get like I think Chris Pratt is one of the better ones. Mm-hmm. It might like Justin Bieber quite good because you're not seeing him projectile vomiting everything everywhere. He's like no, I'm I'm, I'm a Christian. He prays before his shows, and even though I hate his music personally, don't care about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but somebody could say the same thing about a podcast. Yeah, they're like, oh, these guys are pieces of shit. They swear all the time, call themselves Christians. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't... The thing is, mm-hmm. I was asked yesterday if there was somebody's like, hey, you going to go to the Bible study tonight? Uh, or tomorrow? It's tonight as we're recording this. And I'm like, no, no, I don't think I am. And it's like, why not? I'm like, they're too nice. And... They're so nice that it's almost disingenuine. Like, I can't have a real conversation there. And I'll, I'll bring up stuff, and, and it just, it falls, I feel like it falls on deaf ears. No one actually hears what I'm trying to say when I say things, or, I don't know. 
they just don't get my humor as well. I'll mm-hmm. make a joke and it w- it'll be very funny, but apparently not funny. Goes over like a lead blue. Oh yeah, I'm just like, <sighs> and so yeah. Does that make me want to go back? Do I like the guys who were there? Yeah, they're great. Does it make me want to go back? Not at all. Mm-hmm. I'm just bored out of my tree, and I, I like being challenged. But at the same time, if you're gonna call me out for something, call me out for it. Like when it comes to language, they were talking about how. Uh, they were talking about crude language, dirty language, and all this stuff. And I'm like, I feel like this is directed at me. But no one's willing to say it. And so they were like, oh, unbecoming language of a Christian and this, that. And I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> and I, I don't use the same language as I used there as I use here. Mm-hmm. Because it just, it, it wouldn't be received well. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to taper it. I'm going to speak in a way that helps you understand me. It may not be as genuine, but you'll still understand me. But they're still not willing to call me out and be like, Mike, why do you swear so much? Mike, why do you speak the way that you do on your podcast? You're not being a very good representative. Well, I'll tell them the same thing as I have before is some people listen to us because, not not because we swear, but. Because they relate. Because they can relate. They, They actually, I've had people come up to me and say, I don't listen to people who don't swear because they just seem so fake. Like, if you're not willing to, like, if you can't drop one fuck, like, what what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, okay. But at the same time, I don't know. It's like, I know some people that, like, I I would be shocked if I heard the word fuck oh, come yeah. out of their mouth. But it doesn't seem weird. Yeah. But it's for the people you're like, yeah, I have a feeling that you, you do do <laughs> you, this every you now and then. Fly. But right now you're trying to sound extra... Floofy, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that if if you were to catch them off of work as opposed or you at know, work like, as opposed to at Bible study. Yeah, let's say for instance, like Uncle Tom, Mister Mister Jensen. Oh yeah, you know, like uh, I don't expect you know in closed doors to hear him swearing. It, it just it just seems weird. Like I yeah. when when he talks and doesn't use language or anything like this, I'm like, yeah, that's you. Yeah. It, it seems totally genuine to me. Yeah, you know, other people, I'm like. Uh, this isn't very genuine. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. And they, they, they put it on thick, too. <laughs> like, the niceness is almost too thick where you're like, oh, I'm not even getting the real you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, I found it really fun. We played a game with a buddy a little while ago, and he came over. And I don't remember him swearing too much, but I remember working with him back in the day. And he he dropped the the odd F-bomb, and he became a Christian. And I like him a lot. But now he, uh, he was letting it fly. I'm like, oh, this is... This, yes, I remember this. He's fine. I'm not like condemning him or anything. I'm like, yeah, no, this is this is the real you. <laughs> yes, he works in the oil field, so he's he doesn't surprise me. Gotcha. But yeah, I, don't, I can't wait to have him on. Oh man, how did we get here again? Uh, genuine people. Ah, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, some of those Christian celebrities they seem genuine. Yeah. Some of them don't. Some of them. You know, it's like TBD. It's not my place to judge them. Yeah. I'm just saying, as a culture, like, just calm down on getting so jacked up and excited as if these guys are, like, your ticket to being part of the general cultural... Yeah, milieu. You know, milieu. <laughs> it's like, they're not making Christianity any more or less relevant by by the presence. Like, stop trying, stop pushing that narrative that you need famous people in order for Christianity to, like, get a foothold in, in Hollywood. Yeah. Or in the music industry or anything like that. Yeah. I, I, okay, there was a moment, though, that I was able to use all this 
celebrity to my advantage. All right, so I used to work in the oil field a lot. I haven't worked there in a while, but I used to work in the oil field. And this one guy was in from out of town. He was working in our crew, and I was put up with him. And he's like, yeah, uh, people talk to me about you already, so uh, I just got to let you know, no Christian music bullshit here. None. I don't want to hear any of it. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Okay, so I put on some music. I put on Alice Cooper. He's like, oh, yeah, Cooper. I'm like, you like this? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, cool. I turned it off. He's like, what was that? I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. He's Christian. <laughs> I put on a little Megadeth. And, he, and uh, he's like, oh, yeah, man, that's just not quite my style. But yeah, yeah, cool. I'm like, I turned it off. I'm like, oh, sorry, they're Christian. And I just, I kept doing it. Yeah. Like I just, I started putting on music that he knows. But at the same time, these are Christian bands. And I'm like, are you going to stop, talk, stop talking okay, stupid? Well, I'll push back on that. I know they're not actually. Cooper, a... not a Christian band. Megadeth, not a Christian band. No. Dave is a Christian person. In a band. Alice is a Christian person. Yeah. There are plenty of other members that don't share the same religion. Yes. None of the music is about that religious experience. Well, Alice Cooper might. They might have a, like. A lot of more. It, okay. It soaks in, right? Yeah. It's like, like J.R.R. Tolkien, you know, Lord of the Rings. Like yeah. You you read or watch the the movies or whatever, Lord of the Rings, it's not. You're not going to get a direct, like. Yeah, it's not like this, and Aragorn is a symbol of Jesus, and this is a Christian thing, and this is the Roman road for how you're saved spelled out in the story. Yeah. It's not. No. It's just a well-written fantasy book. Yeah. That has the, it has the religion of the author baked into the seams, yes. into the fibers, into values, but it's not explicit. It's not out there no. as like, I'm trying to promote the gospel <laughs> through and this that, sort of thing. And that's where I was being a little bit facetious and disingenuine where I was like, no, I need to point I, out. I something. get it. You were, you were, you were making a point because somebody said something retarded to you. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You, you don't like music. <laughs> and so I was able to put on music that they didn't know. Well, TFK was a perfect example. He knew of them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. And I turned it off. He's like, sorry, they're Christian. And they were explicitly at that time a Christian band. Yeah, yeah. And he just didn't know anything. So, yeah, I was like, no, I need to make a point to this person because he doesn't know what he's talking about here. You, yeah. you, you think one way. And then I don't remember what happened, but I pretty much called him out for something. He was just being stupid. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm he's like, oh, yeah, it's not that bad as this. And I was like, fuck you. And I, he's like, what? I'm like, I, like, he wanted to end it nicely, and I'm like, no, you've been a fucking bitch. And I, like, called him out, and he's like, huh? And I'm like, no, I'm glad I won't be working with you anymore. <laughs> I didn't want him to get this fluffy idea of how I felt about him. I'm like, no, you need to know. It's like, you you came into this whole thing. <laughs> like, like, a, like a dick, and I'm going to let you know how much of a dick you were by being a dick to you. <laughs> but, no, I, we actually ended it all right. After that, we got to have a real conversation, and, yeah, yeah. never saw him again, but... It was interesting. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but you managed to you managed to break through the wall by sheer force mm -hmm. and finally get to a real yep. a real interaction. Get through to the person behind yeah. the Well, that's the thing. Sometimes you're not arguing with the person, you're arguing with an idea. And I, I, I want to get to the person. Just like when we have people on this podcast. Sometimes you're having like people will listen to us yeah. and they think they know what we mean when we say something, so they've already built up an idea. Yeah. But when you sit down and have a conversation with them, you get past the idea and you get to the person. 
And you get to get, okay, why do you think this way? How do you think this way? What got you to this conclusion? Do you actually believe or are you just spouting what you've been told? And I think sometimes I even do the same thing. I do it. I'm pretty sure I do that. I hold on to an idea and I, but I don't know which one. You only know it as you're being challenged, so. Yeah, that's fair. You know, you know who one person is that everybody is just salivating over, waiting for the day that that he converts. Jordan Peterson, of course. Oh yeah. Like, and like, I get the sense that he is very cognizant of that and wants nothing to do with that propaganda train that is going to come yes. once he says, "By the way, guys, like, yeah, I've I've become a Christian." You know, I I think I think he is going to purposely keep that completely quiet now, it maybe even have already happened but he's just going to go about his work as he's been because yeah. he knows that 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 machine that's going to rise up and be like he's ours now yes vindication he, he, just, he just wants none of that <laughs> yeah and he's just like no that's going to ruin the whole thing that's going to ruin the vibe yeah so i'm just like well, he's so is, cagey it, about it but it it closes more doors than it opens because if you tell somebody you're a christian well either they're going to not listen to you at all and the people who you already got listening to you they're just gonna be like yeah 100 percent. they're they're already there but by not classifying himself as a christian uh, a Christian thinker or a Christian uh, by identity, he keeps doors open. Because the second he says it, people are going to be like, well, fuck, I can't take him serious anymore. He believes that some guy died on a cross for his sins. Like, <laughs> and yeah, or even if they think that way, or they'll, they'll, they'll attach all the uh, six day literalism when it comes to the creation Genesis mm-hmm. story. Yeah, they're gonna uh, they're, they're gonna throw all that in and just muddy the water entirely yeah. from what he the work he's actually trying to do. Yeah, even though he's been quite clear about what he thinks of Genesis, mm-hmm. and uh, but it's still it's just it's all gonna be a thing, and he's gonna be lumped in. Do you know what my father's theory is on that? What's that? He's already a Christian, and he is doing exactly what you're talking about, just keeping it on the down low because he can continue to do what he's doing, bringing people to Jesus, whether they know it or not. <laughs> and so he's just like, hey, he's just keeping it to himself. He's already a Christian. That's my dad's theory anyways. <laughs> I would, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a severe mental hangup that he's got from oh, yeah. not doing that. I don't know. I'm, I don't live in his head. I'm not, you know, yeah. in, in his circle. You know, there's some things he says about, about the Bible where I'm like, okay, like I get what you're doing, mm-hmm. but I, I would disagree or I would look at it from a different thing or I think yeah. you're not hitting all the views. Yeah, because he kind but of avoids the resurrection in a lot of ways. Yes. But I think because, I, well, I mean, in in reality, though, that resurrection bit right there, like, if you go past the metaphoric yeah. or just the, the moral lesson there, well, then you have to essentially make a claim. Yeah. So... I understand why he's cagey about that. Yeah. I, I respect it. <laughs> I get it. Like, yeah, right now he's got a lot of opportunity because he's just so vague. But, you know what the Bible says about being hot nor cold. But, mm-hmm. of course, people proclaim the same thing on us. But, but so. <laughs> yeah, but, but at the same time, it's like he may very well not be hot or cold. He may very well have chosen one side or the other. It's yeah, but just, by not speaking it out, they'll be like, oh, he's ashamed. They're, they they would classify that as being ashamed of their faith. Does he strike you as somebody that's ashamed of his positions? 
I'm saying what other people would say. <laughs> I, you, you don't take as much heat as that guy has taken in his lifetime without some level of understanding of, yeah, people are going to hate me. Yeah. <laughs> I think he, I think he's proven himself to have thick enough skin to to uh, not really care what people think about yeah, The thing know, is, he does care. He does care what people think. and that, But his... his stance on truth is so strong that it goes beyond his willing to adhere to their beliefs or to their feelings. So he, I, I I do believe, because I've listened to a lot of his stuff when it talks about, uh, people getting on his back about, you know, young men following him. It's like, Oh, what's so damn wrong with that? And he starts getting emotional over that. I'm like, dude, this is not something like you shouldn't, I don't think you should be getting emotional. You should be strong foot. I'm like, fuck you. Yes, people need to care about these young men. Like, get to anger. Fuck the pussy crying right now. <laughs> and just, just, just be like, yeah. How about oh you calm God. your tits? Why do you, why do you dis, uh, dissolute, may, let these men not care about what they actually feel, not care what they think? And it's just, fuck, I would, <laughs> this is why I'd never be a psychologist. You have a client oh, be like, hilarious. stop being a fucking pussy. <laughs> I, like, I have this feeling. I have this feeling, though, that there are like Christianity today, and oh, you know, and so unbelievable. And, no, I just, I, I just have this feeling. There's these these like, Christian outlets yeah. that like, already have these blogs typed out. They're just waiting to hit send <laughs> to to their website. Be yeah. like, Peterson declares he's a Christian. <laughs> I know a lot of people that are like, yeah, yeah, he he declared it. Yeah, yeah, he totally did. And my, <clears throat> past, my pastor right now, he's like, yeah, Jordan Peterson's a Christian. He claimed it. He put it out there and everything. I'm like, I've listened to all his stuff. I'm pretty sure if he did, it would be <laughs> you a would lot know You would it. know a lot more. It wouldn't be low key. It would be highbrow. He'd be like, he'd be like, no, it's, it, this is, this is everywhere. And yeah, I disagree. I don't like, yeah, I don't know where he's at. And I think he, he's got some hangups and I'm fine with that. I'm, I prefer somebody has hangups. Because if you don't, like, if you just come into it whole hog and I'm like, really? No hangups? You're a smart person. You should have a few. <laughs> you really, like, you should I'm, know better. I'm here in it and I have hangups. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's another person that you're, like, excited, you're, like, you think that they're right on that? I'm, I'm praying earnestly Elon Musk has a come to Jesus. I think he's too smart for it, though, in a lot of ways. I don't know. I see smarts has never gotten God's way. Like, yeah. I mean, there's people whose, their egos get in the way more than their intelligence. Maybe that's what it is. Cause he, he is, he is, he have to be, to be that kind to have his brain. Cause it's firing at a million things. Like I've listened to him speak sometimes mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh, Oh, his neurons are straight. Like they're just firing at all at uh, full force. And, Everyone's like, oh, he's dumb. And I'm like, no, no, he's not. I don't think he is. I think he just thinks a little bit different than we do. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he's a guy that I'm hoping. I, I have an earnest hope for him. I mean, I don't hope he doesn't. <laughs> like, I just never really <laughs> thought of it. No? <sighs> no, I mean, there's been times I've been like, I, I think you might be an antichrist. <laughs> I don't think you know it. But. <laughs> Do you think the Antichrist would know he's the Antichrist? He might not. Hmm. That's an interesting... I don't even... Oh. Well, I mean, like, okay. Let's think of this... Let's think of this like a story arc. <clears throat> okay. All right. So, 
Oh, I guess you no. Know, Jesus would have. Okay, no, I'm I'm ascribing things that I that I couldn't possibly know about Jesus knowing <laughs> as he's young whether he is the Messiah or not. Yeah. Well, unless well, that 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 could be debated, right? Some yeah. people believe that he knew who he was the entire time. Yeah, and some people don't. And then others are like, no, I, I don't yeah. think he okay, actually. Okay, no, but my, my, my point disintegrated the second I thought about it. <laughs> what you're worried that about. happens. <laughs> Elon Musk might be the Antichrist and he doesn't know it yet. <laughs> Either doesn't know it yet or maybe does or maybe doesn't believe it. Maybe the Antichrist can do the Antichrist things and not. Come, comes as an angel of light. I don't know if you've seen <laughs> that Tesla. It's pretty bright. Destroying the world oh with his lithium gosh. batteries. But, you know, whatever. And, like, I don't say that with any, like, proof or conspiracy theory no. bullshit. It's just, to me, it seems funny. The thing is... <laughs> to me, it just seems funny. The thing is, you know that somebody out there, if they hear this, they're like, oh, he might be the Antichrist. Or somebody's like, I knew it. <laughs> or somebody's sitting there be like, it's about time that you caught up. <laughs> don't be Max and the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes. I forgot about that. Oh, so we, we met a guy last year, or no, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Two, three years ago. Oh, he's... he's where, who what swore up... Uh, I don't know. He was one of those guys that was fresh off drugs. So. <laughs> drugs are bad. You know, I, I don't think he relapsed, but some of those guys are just a little bit scattered yeah. all over the place. Well, you can, you mm, there's a large portion of them you can tell that like if they're like oh yeah I used to be addicted to drugs you're like I oh, know, but he, oh, he he's a perfect example of one of those guys that got saved, and then went right into like I must do all the ministry now and I must be right about <laughs> everything and I've been a Christian for three months, but I know it all. <laughs> it's like like that's that's the vibe that guy had to yeah. the T. Oh. Yeah, Toby Mac Illuminati. Oh yeah, he had all the like, and this guy's Illuminati, and that guy is. You can tell from this album artwork, and the Bible says this, and this quote. He, he was like just ripping off like Illuminati, like, you know, like conspiracy theory revelation verses, yeah. like just like this, that, the other. It's just like, oh wow, you really, you really bit on that whole systematic thing, didn't you? Yeah. Like, no, but it's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> Even like, if it is, you've been around for three months. <laughs> Calm like, you're calm obviously down. not a stable human being. <laughs> you, you, three months ago, you were doing drugs, so you're not good at making life choices. You, you've made one good one so far. We, you're here. You're, you're in the right direction. Yeah. Again, but calm down. Calm down. <laughs> that, <sighs> yeah. Really nice guy. I don't remember if he was a nice guy. No, he was a bit of a dick. Was he? Yeah. I don't even remember his name. I'm trying to... I know who it is. He was so... Oh, he, he was, was of, uh, so zealous. Yeah, he was out in Grand yeah, Prairie there. He was, he was so freaking zealous. And he just... Yeah. Uh, with, with, like, no discernment. And so he would say anything to anybody. Yeah. Like, without thinking about what he was saying, assuming he was very, very right. <laughs> it's like, I'm right. Trust me. I'll tell you. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot. I was like trying to remember where the, I was like, oh, is it this guy? No, no, I remember. Well, yeah, I don't yeah. remember because it didn't make it a big enough. I'm sorry. If you know who you are out there, you did not make a big enough impact for me to remember your first name. I remember a little bit of your face. You were probably white. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but 99% of the people that we meet are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, except for my neighbors. Like all my neighbors down the street, none of them are white. I'm like, ah, oh, why don't you come hang out with me? I'm scared to go hang with you. I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know you. I don't know you. 
Okay. All right. So, to wrap up, go ahead. Be happy for people when they come to faith in Jesus. We're not saying that's a bad thing. You don't need to be pessimist. Just calm down. Yeah. And, just, and just calm down. Calm down. And if you have any kind of influence over them, tell them to calm down. Be like, dude, I've been at this a long time. I get it. You're excited. It's awesome. Let, 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 let's, let's grow. Just let's. just do everybody a favor and and resist the urge to click and share. Just do that little part, oh, yeah. not to add to the ego. <laughs> Yeah. And you will have done a good thing. Yeah. Calm down. Smoke a J. <laughs> okay, don't do that. Unless you, unless that's something you do. Something I don't you know. Do. I'm not judging. <laughs> I'm sitting here drinking Burton, drinking scotch, so I'm uh, not judging. Scotch, scotch, scotch. Down into my belly. <laughs> I love scotch. All right. I, 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 hmm. Yeah. Calm down. All right. Cool. Done. God bless. Don't be a dick. Music has been brought to us by Kirk the Riffer Wells at Liquid State Audio. He's a guitarist, producer, and the mixing engineer. Thank you from the Blue Collar Philosophers.